Hey everyone, welcome to Banter and Bites. This is Taryn, better known as Life and Sprinkles, and this is the first podcast ever. I'm really, really, really happy to do this. It's so different than what I do every single day. I feel like it's a little bit more personal, um, a little bit more behind the scenes, in the brain, but there's so much that I want to talk about on this podcast. Easy ideas and the history of things and fun stuff that I've taste tested and disgusting stuff that I've taste tested. So um, this first podcast is going to be about pumpkin spice. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not even sure if I like pumpkin spice. I get really excited when I see limited edition flavored things. If it's like apple, cinnamon, you know, any other fall type flavors, maple, pumpkin spice, pumpkin pie. But if I had to go to, let's say, a donut shop and get a donut and they had pumpkin spice or pumpkin spice filled with cheesecake or vanilla iced with sprinkles, I would get the sprinkles. That probably doesn't surprise many people since it's in my name of like every social handle and website but I feel like it's something I want to like more than I like. And I don't even know if I've ever had a pumpkin spice latte. I mean, if I if I did, it would probably be ice. So I also want to review a couple of things. Um, I'm going to pick the pumpkin things that I really, really liked. American Dream Nut Butter has a line of fall nut butters out. I think it's apple pie, maple toaster pastry, like Pop-Tart, and then there's pumpkin crumb donut. I really, really liked the pumpkin crumb donut. I think it's a cashew butter. One thing that's really cool about their nut butters is that they put a crumble topping or crushed Oreos or sprinkles, and it's a really thick layer at the top that you have to break through and mix in, and it is super tasty. And this nut butter tasted pumpkin-y, and then the top did taste like a crumb donut, like Entenmann's crumb cake, <laughs> but crunchy, and then you mix it in. Really, really good for something that's pumpkinish. Now, would I still like their Dunkaroo Frosted Animal Cookie Nut Butter better? Yes, but for the fall flavors, it really stood out as good to me. The other is surprising, and I did a post with this. I did a pumpkin Oreo no-bake dessert, which is kind of where you dip the Oreos in milk, and then you do a layer, and then a layer of pudding, and a layer of Cool Whip, and you know, it's, it's super easy. Kids can help, whatever. A lot of people will say there isn't enough pumpkin taste to the Oreos. That is why I like them. They are not overpowering pumpkin. It's more of a pumpkin pie taste than pumpkin spice. So I feel like it's very family friendly and very kid friendly. And I could also eat a lot of it. Me personally, I can't eat a huge amount of anything with a ton of nutmeg and cloves and it's just too overpowering for me. I wound up mixing cinnamon into this whipped cream, but if you like a stronger pumpkin spice taste, then you can even just take pumpkin spice and mix it into the Cool Whip to give it that extra pumpkin punch. And I'll also put that pumpkin dessert recipe in the links below. It's When I say it's easy to make, literally anyone can make it, and it's one of those desserts that everyone loves. So you're kind of happy because you're like, yeah, that was easy. I'm so happy you like it. But also the stuff that you spend so much time on, people still like this, you know, super 
simple dessert to make, which, you know, is fun. And my daughter always likes to help, but it goes to show sometimes simple is just better. And you could even make it in a college dorm room if you're, you know, not wanting to put a lot of effort into some kind of fall event at your kid's school. This one would be top notch. I always like using a cake mix for the base because I feel like it's a no-brainer. And the part that people usually say to me that stands out is the frosting. So if I'm gonna make it a little semi-DIY, I'm always going to doctor cake mix or use the cake mix as is. That being said, you should be able to find the pumpkin cake mix, the pumpkin spice, or even just spice cake mix out right now at Walmart or Target. For me, the best topping on pumpkin spice cupcakes is gonna be cream cheese frosting. I I prefer a little bit sweeter cream cheese frosting. I'll put the recipe down below too. Tart is okay if the base is very sweet to me, but if it's not sweet and then there's a tart frosting, I'm not into it. And you can also even flavor the cream cheese frosting. So if you wanted to make it a cinnamon cream cheese frosting, they're really, really easy to doctor and add some flavors to. I don't see any of my notifications. I don't know, I'm too old to be clicking on, you know, all this stuff. It's, it's really confusing. <laughs> <laughs> but if you DM me, like Instagram, Facebook, that's another app. But Instagram, if you DM me, I'm gonna see it eventually in some way. Best thing is email me. And I get so excited when you guys email me and I see some of the stuff you make. And I would say more times than not, you've made it better than I made it. All right, so let's talk about an easy idea for kids. My daughter is forever wanting to help or create something. But a lot of times it doesn't make sense what she's trying to sort of put together. And I know she won't eat it. So I'm just like, ooh, a bunch of ingredients that we're wasting here. One thing that I know that she likes to make and is fun and she will eat is if you take those pumpkin Oreos or even a golden Oreo, if that's still too much pumpkin for them and just simply dip them in melted white chocolate. I love Ghirardelli melting wafers. Like I, they melt perfectly every single time. I don't like melts as much and chocolate chips are too much work, but these wafers are incredible. So just melt them, dunk the Oreos in, shake them off a little bit with a fork and then put them onto like a baking tray lined with parchment. And then they can put little sprinkles on top or even other crushed cookies, like some of the Biscoff cookies. And kids will nine times out of 10 eat those. And kids will nine times out of 10 eat those. And then you're not wasting ingredients and it is a little bit harder than something they would normally make, but they didn't go off in some crazy direction where they're using like old cereal and crackers and stuff that's just disgusting together. One of my favorite things that I have made recently, and this is definitely semi-DIY, and it is such a crowd pleaser. I think it's because the same thing as I mentioned before, it's cold and hot. And it reminds me of like something that I have at like Chili's or Applebee's, but I took a, and then I put it at the bottom of a skillet. And then I put some of those, you know, the break and bake character cookies, the sugar cookies. I took them and I broke them up and I put them into the cookie dough. And then I put the whole skillet into the oven, baked it for like 25 minutes at 350. And then when you take it out, that cookie is that perfect consistency where it's still gooey, but I mean, it's cooked, but it's hot. And then you add the ice cream cream on top and drizzle it with caramel. I used actually salted caramel ice cream. You could use vanilla and I drizzled it with caramel and added Halloween sprinkles. So good. And there's so many different combos that you can make with it. This one just happens to be pumpkin spice. And again, because of the salted caramel ice cream and then the cookies weren't too spicy, the kids really like that one too. Now I want everyone's opinion on this one. 
I like Dunkin' Donuts coffee over Starbucks. And I see all these people saying how much sugar is in all of these drinks. For me, they're, I have type 1 diabetes. They all have too much sugar. But when I do take a couple of sips of one, I prefer Dunkin' Donuts. I don't know if it's the bitterness of Starbucks more than any of those. Controversial. I like McDonald's coffee. I get the sugar-free vanilla iced coffee every single day, even in a hurricane. I will go the night before and get like six just in case and then take all of the ice out so, you know, it doesn't get watered down. I love McDonald's coffee. But if we're talking about pumpkin spice or pumpkin spice latte, pumpkin spice anything, I like Dunkin' Donuts iced pumpkin spice drinks. I would never get a large. Um, and I know there's a lot of sugar in a large. There's a lot of sugar in the small for me. But like a couple of sips, I prefer the sweeter one. But I guess that's pretty on brand with what I do. So I actually wanted to do some research. And I... I wanted to know where pumpkin spice came from because it seems it was like boom there all of a sudden. And it's really, <laughs> this I, I didn't know, it's a mix of cinnamon, ginger, nutmegs, cloves, and allspice. So um, I don't know what I thought it was, but it's a mix of all those things. And ironically, I don't really like those things. And based on the research that I did, it is native to the Southeast Asian islands. There's no pumpkin in pumpkin spice. And I'm gonna say, if we're talking pumpkin, I prefer pumpkin pie flavor to pumpkin spice. And I know they have the pumpkin pie seasoning or whatever, but I think it's because it's more of a pumpkin vanilla. So if I had to choose, I would pick that. And it seems that Starbucks brought pumpkin spice to life in 2003. They started the pumpkin spice latte and it was a huge success and the most successful drink of all time. When I was looking into it a little bit more, basically they were saying that the idea of fall and pumpkin spice is like synonymous. One automatically triggers the other. So it's like the lure of pumpkin spice is also the love of fall like the coming of autumn and halloween you anticipate both together so you know how kind of like a sensory thing when you think of something you either hear a sound or taste or whatever and they're saying that is why pumpkin spice caught on so much in addition to the starbucks pumpkin spice latte here's a little test it's something that i saw online not this story just this concept when you listen to this story can you feel the pumpkin spice in your senses. Okay. As autumn begins, the air turns crisp, tinged with the promise of change. The once vibrant green leaves turn into a kaleidoscope of fiery oranges, reds, and golden yellows, each leaf rustling in the wind like whispered secrets of the season. The scent of wood smoke mingles with the earthy aroma of damp soil and the cool breeze that shed its summer warmth. Sunsets blaze earlier with an intensity of color. Pumpkin spice, cinnamon, and apple permeate the air as the kitchens come alive with the flavors of the season. The first crunch of fallen leaves beneath your boots gives hope for what's to come. When I was reading that, did you get that whole pumpkin spice, apple, cool air feeling? It's so funny how all of this just sort of comes together and it's a vibe. I'm pretty sure people feel that way about Christmas. I don't know if it would be hot chocolate or candy canes, but it seems like a lot of the major holidays or seasons, they're just so in touch with the flavors. And I think that's what's really fun about being on Instagram 
or being on social media in general, creating content. It's like that whole new wave of flavors and senses in colors, all of it sort of coming together. All right, so that was not too long. A little bit here and there, jumping all over the place. Each each time I'll try to do something a little bit different, keep you entertained. Um, some might be a couple minutes, some a little bit longer, but I'm really excited to be here and I'm so thrilled to be doing this podcast. And if you have any suggestions or feedback, I would love to hear it and comment below or shoot me an email. I hope you have a wonderful day and see you next time for more Banter and Bites.